What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. As always, I'm, I'm joined by Shan Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? I was messed up. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. Like, it only happens sometimes when I try to change my cadence. I was like, I need to slow down, and then it just falls apart. <laughs> so what is going on so if you have not done so already please go back and tune into all of our other almost 500 episodes i think we're like 490 something now uh i gotta keep better track so i was like this is episode 500 but i didn't so <laughs> you get what you get you don't get upset all right pinkalish just taught me that story to read to my kids um but uh with all that being said please go back tune in monday tuesday our topics wednesday discussion and then thursday's th- going to be a throwback this week so it's going to be an older episode i want to highlight and then friday's everything else movies books games all that good stuff but without further ado i'll give it to shannon all right everybody this article comes from bleepingcomputer.com uh by bill Toulis and it's titled canada bans wechat and kaspersky products on government devices so i was kind of surprised to see this because I want to say with the with the DOD, the United States uh, Department of Defense, they did that at least five years ago uh, when it came to Kaspersky. Um, and WeChat is not something I don't think is is really on the radar to even have on government devices. But anyway, yeah, that, would, that wouldn't even make sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> not not a need. But Canada's banned the use of Kaspersky security products and Ten Cents WeChat app on mobile devices used by government employees, citing network and national security concerns. Again. At least five years ago, I would have to look it up to see when it was, but I can remember this. I can remember this happening before I retired, which was 2019. So it was probably, it was probably before that even. It could have been six, seven years ago, but it was always something that was talked about. And even before DOD decided to ban it, it was, it was something that was always out there. It's kind of like TikTok, right? So it's like TikTok, you know, you know, China could be using it to infiltrate some, to, to, to bring in some data, you know, from people that are doing stuff they probably shouldn't be doing on there anyway, but Canada's they're, they're doing it now. Right. So them having to, uh, bring you know smartphones and tablets into and out of workspaces right um they're worried about data siphoning right and it's harder to monitor when it's with with devices that people are bringing in in and out of these areas so they're like yep uh kaspersky products wechat we're not we're not doing that anymore right so uh they 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 say that it presents an unacceptable level of risk of private privacy and security and again when when the United States government did it, it was not a secret. Like I think I want to say there was even stories out there about it saying, "Hey, same thing that Canada's doing right now, we're doing for Kaspersky products because of this, that, and the third, Right. So they're worried about Russia and China siphoning off data and collecting intel that they just don't want out there. Right. Because it comes to a point where you can only trust people so much. Right. Like you could tell them, okay, don't do this. Um, don't do this with these products. Don't mention these things on social media or whatever, but it comes to a point where you got to take it out of their hands, right? Like just don't make it allowable, make it something don't, don't provide them the means to do so, right? Because people are going to do what people want to do, right? They're going to think they know better than, you know, their governments that have done the research and gone out there and, and have people that are paid to make sure things are safe. So they, they, now here's the thing. They don't have any, any, uh, hard evidence that the Russian or the Chinese government are are doing any type of siphoning, but just based off what they've seen and what's been out there already, um, they they see this as being uh, a, a way to have data siphoned. Now, 
with this being said, right? Kaspersky saying it's political reasons, right? So because it's Russia, we all know what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. They think it's just one of those things where like, oh, this is political grounds that you guys are doing this on. You don't have any proof of it, which they readily admit. Canada readily admits that. So uh, Russia's just like, hey, look, this is why you're doing it. But again, the United States government did it five, six, seven years ago, right? Before uh, Ukraine. Now, mind you, that was closer to uh, Crimea, right? What was it they went into? Yeah, Crimea. Uh, Georgia. Was it Georgia? Was it Georgia? What was it six years ago? Whatever it was, Russia went in, Man, went in there. And, they, yeah. they stay invading people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it was around that time, so it could have been political then, but uh, Russia is of the impression that, no, this is the reason for it now. And the same thing goes for China, right? Like for them, with the stuff they're doing out in the Pacific and them having the meetings they're having with Russia and North Korea and, and, and India, even, I want to say they even had a, a meeting with recently. It could be one of those things where they think it's just politically motivated. But no, I mean, this is this is old. This is old news, right, that, that Canada should have been on a long time ago. And the fact that they have to put this out now leads me to believe that they did have people that had those products on their phones up until this point to make the ban. Right. It's not like it's something um people were people were aware of um that they were taking uh good measures against but this is where we are now they're saying all right no kaspersky products no wechat so uh, this is this is their way of protecting against uh, uh russian and chinese siphoning attempts so ryan what's your thoughts on this yeah uh i so completely agree with you uh, again right so i always, i heard something recently it says that a good podcasting is disagreeing like, so that's what brings a good podcast together. So we got to disagree more often, right? <laughs> but uh, before I get into it, so again, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, hit a bell if a bell is involved. Like we want to get more uh, visibility if possible. So share with your friends. Um, but yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And and it's the the nerve for me, right? Like, because like China just did it themselves. So like I know Kapers Kaspersky, there you go. I can't say it. Uh, is, is more out of Russia, but WeChat's definitely out of uh, out of uh, China. Tencent is buying everything. I didn't know, I didn't know Tencent owned that. Tencent is uh, both remarkable and scary. They own so much stuff. Like if you look into it, like their umbrella is humongous. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 they're either in collaboration with Huawei or they own Huawei in some regard. I don't know. Uh, I've never done the research, but Tencent always comes up, especially in the gaming circles, because they just buy everything it's crazy um but yeah we talked about it before like uh china's banning iphones right like their government officials can't have iphones uh because they know we're spying they <laughs> they know for a fact so it's 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 two things for me it's it's one it's uh nationality and loyalty so like even though you might have a, a u.s arm of these companies like like tiktok has a u.s u.s arm ultimately you 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 go back to the mothership, right? So even though you're a U.S. citizen on U.S. soil performing the duties of a uh, of a TikTok, that doesn't mean that you don't have some kind of tieback to China in some regard. Doesn't mean that if China comes a calling, comes a knocking, that you don't have to provide them whatever they ask for, because ultimately you are a subsidiary of uh of china in some regard so the the whole thing i tell my kids because they're like oh you're being super paranoid tiktok's not gonna do anything this tiktok's us it is not and we can't put the the tiktok ultimate ceo under the jail like we could a zuckerberg or a uh, elon right so it comes to who can we uh who can we who can we trust and who can we hold accountable and if it's a company like kaspersky out of russia we can't do much to them like yeah we could lock up their whole U.S. arm if something were to go go wrong, but that doesn't take care of the problem. 
they they're they're safe in their 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 seats <laughs> back back in mother russia where we can't do anything so it's not it's not to say that they are doing something wrong it's about like it's it's about nationality it's about uh the ability to to hold their feet to the fire and we just don't have that and canada like for whatever reason took five years to get there but they finally got there as well so we're not insane <laughs> And then the second part is, uh, it's like they say cheaters are always paranoid that their partner is cheating. Like, that's the same thing that's happening here, right? Like, we know we're spying. Like, they got to be spying. <laughs> so we can't, we can't, we don't, we know what we're doing. So then we're, at the same time, we're like, like, who can we trust? Who can we not trust? So the entities coming out of other countries that are obviously uh, have a interest in siphoning our data, like you said, or uh, obtaining more information about us, of course, can be trusted, especially on government devices. So it's it's only a matter of time. Uh, so even if it is political, um, and that was the final tipping point, like there's a bunch of other stuff that we have to be concerned about. So that's why I always try to tell my 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 kids, like you have to be careful who you provide and share your data with. Uh, like you shouldn't share it with US companies either because it's not within your best interest, but especially not foreign entities because they definitely want to 25 years from now be able to throw you under the bus, <laughs> right? When you're when you're running for political office. Right, mean. yeah, they'll have a database on you. Like, oh, this guy, we could target target this 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 guy or this gal or, or whomever, or or they can steal your identity, or they can, uh, like like the, we talked about the twenty three and Me thing. Now they have they have the, uh, very very intimate data about you in China about what where your family comes from, who's related to you. Um, your your genome, <laughs> you know, right? Like your your actual like this person's gonna get cancer, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so many other things. Like in the back of my mind, like I don't know if we're there yet, but like uh, we're working on targeting. Um, uh, we're 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 working on the science to make drugs work better for individuals, right? Like drugs and treatment. Like, what do they have on you? Like, can they make a a better disease? Uh, and this this tinfoil hat theories right but like we don't know what the future holds a decade from now two decades from now like could they target you based upon the information that you gave to 23andme who's to say like again that's speculation but like i think the the science is getting there so it, in this case it's it's stealing your your pi it's stealing your location data it's stealing your uh your friends your social networks your uh your voice your image like all that's going to a foreign body uh even if they say like tiktok says like all that stuff stays in the u.s we have u.s servers again is there a tie back back to china so same thing with russia like we don't we just don't know and we can't force their hand because we we don't own them like we do we could bring zuckerberg to congress and ask him a bunch of asinine questions because that was a that was a that was almost almost cursed <laughs> <laughs> you had the wrong people asking the questions in that case, uh, just because a lot of these a lot of these people are obviously older in Congress, but also a lot of them are uh, career politicians that that came from the the legal realm, which is, which is great, but they don't understand technology, which is bad. <laughs> You're asking the wrong questions. Um, so I say all to say, I think it's a good move on Canada's part. Go Canada. Like you, you finally, you finally made it. You, you finally caught up in this regard. Uh, but their motivations, whether they be political or uh, paranoia or what have you, uh, it just makes sense to not allow people to use foreign apps on their government phones. Like, duh. So, but I think we all need to get there, right? <laughs> we all need to push towards that from population standpoint. Because uh, it doesn't matter if they have a U.S. arm or a Canada arm or what have you. Again, the mothership is back in the other country. So, so that's my two cents. So let me ask you this. So, so you said disagreement 
makes for a good podcast. We may disagree here, right? So you okay. think you think China banned iPhones because they think Americans are spying on them through the iPhones? Uh, through through the the iPhones, the applications, uh, and then on top of it, it's it's they 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 don't own Apple, right? They they own Huawei, so you can have they, a Huawei phone. <laughs> they don't, they don't. But where are they being built at? Which like is true. Stuff is being built which in is, China. <laughs> which is which is true, but. Like I, it's on their soil, but I don't think they have as much of a hand in it if they want to. And then they don't have the ability to tie back. They can't make um, uh, a Tim Cook like do what they want to do. Like, hey, we want we want to spy on our people. <laughs> I need you to put these things in the iPhone that allows us to spy. He's gonna say no. Just keep making my phones. <laughs> I I think that the oversight from the U.S. side is gonna be lacking. I think China could be over there in their factories, be like, okay, this this piece of hardware is going to do this and it's going to tie back this way and it's going to do this, it's going to do this. Mm -hmm. I just don't think the oversight from the U.S. Like, all they care about is we need to make five million of these to sell these. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, You you might have something there. Like, it is is on another entity's soil, right? I just... I think Apple is too big for the government not to be... Our government to not to be uh, uh, more vigil over them. There's probably, like, an, an entire department that's just focused on like making sure that wherever the these these parts are being mined from right so where, where the materials are being mined all the way to um uh distribution uh and and whatever r d and all that all, other stuff all the way through the supply chain right but i can guarantee you apple has yeah. some of the best lawyers in this country <laughs> <laughs> i can guarantee it you that's true though that is true though but you can't and- you can't make an iphone in the u.s you know how much the iphone will cost in the u.s five thousand oh, dollars i know <laughs> per phone yeah at least yep uh but you bring up a good point though like it, it even though i'm sure a lot of uh there's a lot of investment uh on apple's part and and the us's part ultimately the the people who work in the factories who are who are are, are subject to whatever whatever their pay is i'm sure it's still better than uh regular uh pay in that regard it's not U.S. pay by any means. Like we would charge like, arm and a leg. I work for Apple. I make iPhones. I need at least fifty dollars an hour. <laughs> but you, we we they they have a loyalty of their own, right? Like yeah, they work for Apple. They they work for for uh, Sir Tim Cook. <laughs> I don't know if he's been knighted yet. Um, but at the end of the day, they still are. Uh, it's it's they're they're still not uh, U.S. citizens. Hmm. You bring up a good point. I can't. I can't. I can't stop it. I have an Apple products in my house, though. <laughs> I can't do it, Shannon. But uh, I got, I got, I got to uh, wrap up the show. But that, that's a good point. I never thought about that, so that's something to think about. But please hit us up by all the socials that go by our name. Please hit me up personally. Stay safe. Stay secure. Mm-hmm.